0: Hello everyone, this is Myra with Halipule's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga podcast. Uh, today we're gonna talk a little bit about oh, our possessions, and perhaps why we have them, what, what we can do with them, and the effect that they may have on us. So Claudia's here and she's gonna she's gonna lead this discussion actually.
1: Hi, Myra. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Well, you said something a few weeks ago that resonated and felt new to me, which was that possessions use up our prana. Would you share a little bit more about that?
0: Yes, sure. What we choose to keep around us, the the possessions that we choose to have, uh, there's something that we have a connection with them. There's an energetic connection there. And it also takes up our space physically. And there's a space that it takes up within us, which is the energy of, oh, it's there. It's there in my garage or my car park, right? And that that I, I should do something with it. And at first it might feel good that we put it out there and then we keep putting more and more out there. And then suddenly it becomes a burden that I have all this stuff and oh, now I'm going to move, and what's going to happen with that? I'm going to have to deal with it. So it takes up some space in our thinking. It takes up some physical space, uh, and it, it uses our energy in a way that may not be in alignment with our priorities. Uh, and so, so what do we do about this? Well, because you say sometimes you know I keep something, and in six months I'm I use it again, and that and certainly that's the case sometimes with tools that we use in the kitchen or tools that we might use for repairs. And there's all kinds of reasons to hang on to something. But it's that discernment that we actually think it through and see, what is it that I really am going to accomplish by having this? And could I go and get it again if I need it? You know, Sometimes we can resell things. And then the other thing, too, is that we can always give things away. And when we find that right time and the right thing to give away, this is also this is a rewarding kind of thing for ourselves as well as the person who might receive it. Just being aware of how we are are utilizing our energy, uh, our prana, which is again is our thinking as well as our actions and our physical space. I certainly went through... Uh, some changes in terms of the possessions that I have. I've not, not been a person who liked to have a lot of stuff, but having had a farm and a place where people came and practiced Ayurveda and yoga and that, there certainly were plenty of tools around. There are plenty of uh, props and things for, for yoga practices and that. And, uh, but then having moved and having, having had some life changes, then uh i'm I've come to live with very few things, and it still works, so there's a lot of possibilities that we don't think of and just being free of some of that attachment to to things and having things be a certain way is is actually quite nice yeah, it's also nice to have some nice things too, so I'm not saying that it that we don't enjoy having some possessions but be be very selective, just as we suggest in Ayurveda, to be very selective of what you expose your five senses to, because it makes such a difference in our behavior and how we feel. It's the same thing with what the possessions that we choose to keep.
1: So can the possessions absorbing our prana sometimes be a good thing?
0: Yes when when there is something that you use on a regular basis, so, for example, I have a, a bowl and a plate and utensils, that I'm the only one who uses them. So my energy collects there. And it's the same thing when you have your practices, uh, for example, when you're you're where you meditate, uh, where you do your pranayama meditation, hopefully that your energy collects there so as much as possible it's nice to select one place where you do that and allow your prana to collect there and then it will call to you
1: lately at Hale Pule we've been talking about how can we simplify what do you think if people are feeling a little bit overwhelmed in this space um, what are some steps that they could take to decide what to let go of and how to simplify. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Well, there are a a couple of guidelines that I have found to be very helpful. One is that if you haven't used it in two years, then you're probably not going to. And that would be one indication of something that you could let go of. Uh, And then the other thing is that nothing new should come in unless something leaves. And that's a, a really simple and great way to keep things where you want them to be. Once you may have maybe you've had to declutter and get rid of some things. Another guideline that I use is that if you if you think you want something, wait two weeks and see if you still really need it. And and then if so, then go buy it. But perhaps you perhaps you don't need it. Your attention may have moved on to other things and And it's really not necessary.
1: Renunciants are people that give up all of their things and are seeking closer connection to spirit. What is the correlation between having less things and feeling closer to the God of your heart?
0: Well, we get distracted by things on the outside And again, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have some things and enjoy them. We can enjoy the comfort of something. We can enjoy utilizing some particular tools in the kitchen, uh, things of that nature. But when when the mind gets distracted by them, in other words, I become really occupied with that thing on the outside, or, or we're distracted from the things that we actually want to be doing, then... These are the kinds of things that start draining our energy, actually. And there's a practice from yoga, uh, aparigraha, which means non-hoarding. You know, don't take more than you need. It's really about not having more than you need so that your focus can still be from the inside out rather than being uh, totally occupied with everything around you and living from the outside in which isn't near as satisfying
1: yes sometimes the clothes that we wear and the things that we surround ourselves with we can begin to feel they're entangled in our personality Mm -hmm. of how we see ourselves and how we believe that other people are seeing us as well Mm -hmm. so we're identifying with those possessions rather than really Feeling our identity from the inside.
0: One of the things that I've experienced that's really fun about that is when going through life, especially in the, when I was changing my food early on in my experience with Ayurveda, and I'd already been practicing yoga. And as the practices got deeper, there were a number of times where I went to the closet, looked in the closet, and said, Oh my gosh. None of this is anything that I want to wear, not because I wanted something different, but because it wasn't me. It didn't match me anymore. And so there were a couple of times where <laughs> the closet got emptied, which was, which was a good thing. And, and uh, so perhaps some of you have had that experience where, where you think, wow, I'm not the person who bought this originally. Yeah, and that's a good time to pass it on.
1: And we've been seeing at Hale Pule team mates moving here to Bali and also some people leaving and not taking quite a lot of their things because perhaps they're not appropriate for where they're going to be going and our possessions serve us for a chapter in life and we're not necessarily supposed to have them forever.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, and it's an excellent lesson in non-attachment for us to recognize that it's it's a time and a place. So we we see, you know, how is this how is this serving me? Is it serving me? Uh, and and if not, then it's it's time to pass it on.
1: At Halepoli, we're big on the augmentative and the extractive, so it has me think about that part of our lives some part of its building but then we also need that letting go that Mm -hmm. extractive part and you can apply that 60 40 maybe to how we're living our life
0: yes yes exactly exactly helping us to maintain i think it's also interesting to look at that in terms of our finances as well we think we need a certain amount of finances and some of us will just spend and spend and spend, and it goes out and goes out and goes out until there isn't any more, and then you worry about it, and then you borrow some. And some of us will hoard and hoard and hoard and have more and more and more and think we always need more or we're afraid of not having enough. And you know, with the practices of Ayurveda and yoga, that can all go away so that we understand and can experience the flow of our finances, we'll say money, and which is just a representative tool for us. So it flows out and it flows in, and it needs to go both ways. Yeah, because if we do too much of one or the other, it's actually very much how we can work with our bodies, with Agni, our digestive capacity, and our Ojas. If I go through life doing too much and not taking care of my Agni, my digestive capacity as I do so, then my ojas, my vitality and immunity, in that I keep taking from it, taking from it, because I'm not feeding it with proper digestion when uh, Agni is working well. And so then ojas is just like that flow of money in the sense that if I keep taking it out and don't put anything in, there's not enough. And that's what happens when people are doing too much, being distracted perhaps by all that stuff on the outside you know, whether it's our work or it's uh, too many activities or trying to deal with too much stuff in the the car park.
1: (laughs) Ayurveda really has everything covered, even talking about excessive hoarding and possessions as being a kapha imbalance. Have you experienced before a big shift in clients as you've been working with them that they've started to, come back into balance there and let go of things, maybe not just possessions, but even attachments to their job or their identity?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, especially attachment to identity. Oftentimes when we're having an experience uh, that with the body that we don't understand, uh, a, a diagnosis, an illness of some sort, or ex- just experiencing symptoms over a long period of time, and we become quite attached then to, to those things going on. And it does become part of the identity if we don't refocus ourselves on the solutions and put our energy into the solutions. So it's very much the same thing about the possessions. You know, those possessions will uh, absorb and take up a certain amount of our prana. And if I have my focus on, on illness or a diagnosis, It's taking my prana, and I just need to refocus it on on my healing. Now, I've heard some people these days who get so focused on their healing that they think they can't do anything else. And just sometimes absolute rest is called for. But many times that healing process is coming to understand and experience directly what you're doing with your prana. And to be able to see that, that how I spend my time on the outside and how I spend my time on the inside, in other words, my thinking, that makes a big difference in the amount of prana that I have available to me. And a lot of the drain that people experience is too much thinking, which can also then become too much worry. And of course, in Ayurveda, we understand these as dosha imbalance things that are very correctable. But when we become identified with those things, then we frequently feel trapped by it. But there is a way out.
1: We see on the topic of waste as well, or people not wanting wanting to hang on to what they have when they first come into Agni therapy or cooking Ayurvedic food and they're just working out the recipes how much to cook for themselves and for their family. And um, we really encourage people not to overeat, not to put too much mm-hmm. um, pressure on their on agni, their and not overeating is a big part of that. And um, it's a little bit of a challenge for people in the beginning if they have some left in their plate or some left over um, mm-hmm. that for some reason they feel they prefer to eat it than to put it in the bin. Then one of our peers, um, at Hale Pule, she reminds herself, my body is not a trash can. So it's actually, <laughs> there's no reason for me to put that little bit of extra food into okay. myself rather than into the compost.
0: Uh-huh. Exactly. And especially if you're composting, yeah, yeah. it makes a big difference in that. You say, I don't want to waste it, but actually it becomes toxic waste in the body when you can't digest it. So that's, that's something to, to really consider if you're one of those folks who says, I don't like to waste it. I don't like to waste it either. So the way you do that is don't, don't cook too much. Yeah.
1: Well, Myra, thanks for sharing your thoughts on possessions and waste. It's been helpful for me.
0: Yeah, how we manage our prana makes all the difference in how life goes for us. Until next time. Join simple Ayurvedic cooking with Halepule. The recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.